Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, so before we get into our podcast, we've got some really exciting news. Um, I'm pregnant. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Me and Peter. Got... So. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Don't worry. Okay. Um, me and Peter got our brand new book the therapy crouch in search of a happy never after um it's out on the 12th of october but it is on pre-sale now so um you will be able to find the link for that on this video description and on all our socials yeah and we, we put a lot into this and hopefully you enjoy it there's a lot of stories in there that we've kept back that we've put in this so get involved and it's, it's been a, it's been a really great experience right now hasn't it together yeah it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, especially on days when we had to do like book reads and went speaking. That was quite interesting. And you know, when people's trying to rush out the door to go to golf, or you know, it's in there. Right. So yeah, it's available uh, for pre-sale now. Um, <clears throat> the link is on this video and uh, in all our socials. Uh, it's out on October twelfth. Enjoy. I'm so thoughtful and funny and loyal. Because I am amazing. <laughs> Party! Break it on, y'all! Hello, welcome to the uh, next episode of The Therapy Crouch. I'm Peter Crouch. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You're like a bloody... David Frost. Yeah? <laughs> well, I, I'm the... Like a broadcaster now. Oh, hello like, and welcome to the Derby Garage. Oh, with me, Peter Crouch. My job now is like, I'm not footballer or anything, I'm broadcaster. But then, so I'm like very used to I kind of doing these things now. You're a, <laughs> you're not a baller. You're not a baller as in footballer. You're a baller who can wear cream boots to Glastonbury. Yeah, well, I can, I can, can't I? What have you been doing this week? Well, Riding. Are you messing? Are you messing? But I knew you were going to say that. Because I have been. Yeah, it's fine. It's Fuck cool. off, Pete. What? This is this is what I'm talking. About. Like when you go to golf, how boring is it? I like. You know, when you come home and show me that frigging scratch card with all like pencil drawn, like score zero cards. three score three. Oh, I was two over on that one. Oh, can you believe I was like nine under on this? It's <laughs> so dull. Piss off with your golf and keep it to yourself. Well, you piss off about your horse riding as well. Look at this. This is a canter. This is a this is a trot. This is a rise and trot. This is a. <laughs> they're all the same, babe. They're not. You're walking and running. I did a flying change. <laughs> I did a flying change. Yeah. What's a flying change? A flying change is where you're cantering on one, so on the left or the right, and then mm -hmm. you go across the diagonal, and you swap your legs and the horse changes its forward leg and it's almost like it's flying through the air like this. Wow. And it is fantastic. I, um, I brought Liberty, who was off sick uh, with me to film me and <coughs> she filmed the whole hour but didn't get one video. So she was obviously not pressing record when I was riding the so horse. Funny. The videos are And when the phone was in her hand, she was recording recording. The videos are, I can't even tell you what the videos are like. They're, they're like... So I had like 12 videos of just the phone in a hand rubbing on a pocket because, <laughs> you know, she wasn't pressing record when she was filming me. And then there's just one of the whole arena and you can You're just see like... Just you ca can't see me. And then once I can just see the whole horse's body just go past. <laughs> <laughs> She's only eight, but the record, it was so I bad. just couldn't believe it. Like, because I was... Shame know, that. I go riding on my own. 
and I'm so proud of what I achieve. And no one believes me. Now, I'm joking, by the way. The only reason I said that is because we recorded before and you said riding and we had to cut. So we started again. So I knew what you were going to say. That's why I said riding. <laughs> but I think, honestly, I love I love the fact that you like that. You should have a kind of, like, cause you, have, you didn't do it for years, did you? Because you were worried because being pregnant and stuff like that. And, and then having the babies, you got quite scared. But you love it again. I you love it. fell back in love. I fell back in love. And, yeah, it's just... Magnificent. Do you want to maybe address the video the listeners have sent in? Oh, yeah. Got to do that. Have you seen the video? Yeah. Of the, the fella, the horse riding, mm. holding his neck. And he looks like he's like riding really fast and it's basically walking. I don't know why you're saying that. I don't understand what you mean. Because he's out the saddle like a jockey would be on the final like hurdle. he's gripping with his... He's well, why is he standing up? Because he's gripping with his thighs. That's one thing I, I've had to learn, like loose, loose at the thighs. <laughs> oh, you know, you're not joking. You know how to learn that. <laughs> you tense in that department for years. You're an absolute disgrace. I don't know why I put up with this. Loosen up, mate. Relax it. You know what I mean? Finished. But this horse that I'm riding is so big, you could actually get on it. Really? It's like 18.3. It's probably too big Absolutely for me, Absolutely really. massive. What a beautiful horse, though. Oh, I really want it. God, I just don't. But I'm not allowed. It's an expensive horse, isn't it? Like, you've got to really love it if you want to get that. But I do. I do. Yeah, but you haven't been enough to, to, to The say only reason that. I haven't been is beca just because I've been too busy with work. Like, if, if I had my choice, I'd do it every single day. But... Mm. You know, it's it's an expensive sport, but you know it's. But it is lovely. Like I look at my little girl who's eight, um, just really getting into it now, isn't she? And it's so nice because she wants to go down there and do all the kind of mucking out and the yeah, brushing the horse. It, like it, it's just a nice kind of brushing the horse. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you do, isn't it? Yeah, grooming, grooming. Sorry. We sound like we've had a dull week. Well, no, you went horse riding, and um, I didn't. I think what you've got a wine, haven't you? Well, I've been working quite a bit. You, you're really upset. You know, the past few weeks, the weather's been incredible. Mm -hmm. And perfect golf weather. <coughs> perfect golf weather. And Pete... It's been tough, that. Hasn't been able to play because he's been, been so busy. I've been busy, yeah. Obviously, like, I've got a film out on Amazon, right? And I had to do a lot of promo for that. Mm -hmm. um, That's promotion for you... If you're not if you're in the, initiated, if you're not in the, if you're not in the business, you know, <laughs> promos like we call it promo in the industry. <laughs> but, <laughs> I had a film out, so I had to do some promotion for it. Uh, so like, yeah, lots of interviews, that kind of thing. BTSs, like, oh, VTs, yeah, VTs, yeah, videotapes. For, <laughs> is that what it is? It actually being videotapes. VTs. VT is it? It's like VTs, you know what I mean? Like videotape for those not in the industry. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, a lot of that going on. Mm. Crouchrest is back. Uh, I know this is not, shouldn't be talking about it on this podcast. No, I want you to you talk know, about There's a lot of organising to do. There's a lot of, basically, not just because the football season's finished. Oh, I could have just finished, but I've not, I've not. I've got stuff on. And I actually want to go on holiday, so I'm cramming a lot of it in before I go away. Yeah. But I think it's crouch fest. is actually a good thing to talk about because, you know, all the dweebs that listen and listen to the Peter Crouch podcast, <laughs> like they know about it. But all the great people who listen to our podcast, <laughs> mm. they probably don't know about it. So let's tell our great audience mm. what it's about. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just about how do you describe it? It's. I mean, it's a good lot of fun. So basically, crouch fest is an extravaganza of fun. It's it's like a live podcast of the Peter Crouch podcast slash festival. They have music artists and we had Kasabian. We had, you know, So Solid Crew. We had Ollie Mares. We had Paul Potts. We had ex-footballers, you know, England yeah, players. You know, it was it's it's insane. And for those who follow the Peter Crouch podcast, there was so many of the anecdotes that run throughout the series, like on the show. And it was... It's back. Yeah, well, you know what? You've been helping me as well. You've been helping the organisation. Yeah, but you don't let me. I do let you do. I do. This I, is I, my wine. I want you involved and I want you to help, you know, to a point. 
No, I was so proud because obviously with, with the last Crouch Fest, you know, I know you were working so hard on it and, you know, everyone was back. We, we sold 12,000 tickets with no one knowing what was going to happen. <laughs> Isn't that bad though? You know, it's, like, it's insane. It. It's absolutely it insane. insane. So when you were saying we've got so solid crew to Kasabian to frigging Ollie Mears, I was like, what on earth are you doing? Yeah. And it was the most incredible show. It's like bang, 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 bang of fun. It's just... Didn't have much faith in me last time though. No, because I live with you. You were worried <laughs> and I said, listen, just relax. We will build and they will come. <laughs> <laughs> I had faith in the audience. I knew they'd come through and it was epic. Mm. What a great night. It was a great night. Hopefully it's the same this time around. So you've been busy planning that? Busy planning with that. Well, yeah, busy with all of it. Like the, the football stuff, but then I just sort of crammed in everything else really and obviously the film and I want it to do well. So I want it to obviously, I want people to watch it because I know once they watch it, they'll enjoy it. Um, what do you mean? Well, like, you know, because it's easy to just not watch it. Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying is like, I know that when people watch it, they'll enjoy it. That but it's just... no sense. Yeah, it does because the reason you do the promotion is to get people to watch it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Get, get it on people's radar because I'm proud of it and I'd like I'd like people to to enjoy it because mm. I know they will because I know I would if I well, I love you I wasn't me because I am amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not like that you knob <laughs> I'm just saying it's, I'm proud of it I know it, if good. I watched that movie about me I'd like it <laughs> <laughs> it's like when um do you remember when I was drunk and I was like, I would just love to a be friend my like me. Friend, yeah. I would love to be my friend. I'd love, she said to me, genuinely, like, God's on it, like, deadpan. God, I'd just love to be, if I was, like, what was it? I'd love to be my own friend. I'd love to be my friend. I'm so thoughtful and funny and loyal. <laughs> I actually, you just added that on. Yeah, well. I just said I'd like to be my own friend. Yeah, that's mad. The other one that she told me, which I find astounding, is for a funeral, she said, um, she would like Simply the Best by Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, deadpan, like, you can't choose Simply the Best yourself, surely. You can. Why? You can. Simply the Best. Yeah. Better than all the rest. <laughs> Better than anyone, anyone you've ever met. <laughs> uh, I find that, but I wasn't saying simply the best as me. I was thinking about the simply the best song would be a, a song from me to my funeral audience. Do you know what I mean? Oh, is that where you're coming at it from? That's where I'm coming. Not, not. It's not about me. It's about. It's a. It's basically my thank you to my crowd, <sighs> funeral crowd. I'm calling bullshit on that. Oh, I am. Yeah, yeah. I think she's got out of that. So, do you time. think I've just thought of that now on the spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Bull, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> no, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Okay. You're going. So, like, when I'm up, say, if I die after you, which won't happen, by the way, but she's adamant mm -hmm. that I'm dying after, right? She goes first. So, when I'm up on stage and I'm crying, I'm just, what an amazing woman. I loved her so much, this and that. Here's the song that she wanted to play for, for <laughs> you all. Simply the best. <laughs> <laughs> like David Brent in the office, isn't it? Better than all the rest. No, Better than anyone. Do you reckon anyone's going to think? Oh, that's for us. Yeah. That's for us. Yeah. Well, you can say then. You can say. She wanted to play this for you lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I can't do this podcast anymore. What do you it's, mean? You're just mad. You're too funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I find it. I find it astounding. Simply the best. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, you can make fun of however you want. It was for my my congregation. It's for the congregation. For the congregation. It wasn't for me. No. God. What would you um, have? <laughs> Do you know what I'd like my funeral? I don't know how we've got onto this. <laughs> <laughs> Funerals. How's this happened? Um, no, I'd like my funeral to be like a kind of celebration of, of life, you know, oh, like... That's funny. <laughs> oh, God, how original. <laughs> no shit, you know. No, when it's up, when you're talking... <laughs> Ding, I've just 
an idea. My funeral is going to be a celebration of my life. A requiem, if you will. Better than all the rest. Modesty. That was her. That was her famous thing. She was. She was just so modest. Simply the best <laughs> on her request. No, um, every funeral is a celebration. No, I know it is. But what I'm saying is, I think I'd like to do things slightly differently. I don't know, like I don't know, have a few kind of <laughs> Swedish house mafia, like kind of yeah, some some funny elements to it. You know, some fun, like. Felt like I've lived life with a smile on my face, you know what I mean? Like, and I'd like people to go in smiling rather than crying. You could, like, bury you in a clown suit. <laughs> <laughs> you would as well, you little knob. You probably would do that to me. I wouldn't. You would. What is a bit of a nightmare? I've, I've seen, you know, when they're carrying floodlights out of football stadiums, it's in a bag and they're, they're fucking so long. And regularly on Twitter, I get people sending to me, oh, Peter Crouch, rest in peace, Peter Crouch. <laughs> God, They're carrying a floodlight. <laughs> but like, if you think about my, my, my whatever, what's it called, coffin. Babe, it is gonna I don't want to talk about that. But it is going to be longer than the average coffin. Well, I'm going to um, cremate you anyway and make a massive diamond ring. Do you know what, babe? Let's get into some audience wines. They always cheer us up. Yeah. I hate the fact my fella is away. There's no trainees all over the... Trainees or trainees? She's written trainees. Trainees. Like she was trainees. <laughs> I hate the fact when my fella is away, there's, there's no trainees. Trainers. You don't say trainees. Oh, no, so yeah. it's, it's throwing it. me off. Yeah. So trainees <laughs> has got someone, a scouse person calls trainers. Trainees. But written down is like, I know what, if you said our oh, trainees, I'd know what they were. <laughs> Pete, where's my trainees? <laughs> oh, that wouldn't bother me at all, but written down. But you saying trainees yeah, is like blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hate the fact my fella is away. There's no webs all over the house. <laughs> webs? <laughs> There's These no trabs. 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 Oh, they're webs. No, there is webs and trabs. I hate webs, aren't they? Yeah. Webs and trabs. Yeah. Trabs. What is that? Trabs. That is mad. That so much. You lot are mad. I hate the fact when my fella is away, there's no trainers anywhere in the house, all over the house. Then the actual minute he's back there, they're all over the place. Three pairs in the living room already. He's only been back 24 hours. So what, just leaving shoot yeah I do that as well uh. I know I hate it Lit there's literally a shoe shop in our house from Peter and I've I've put like I hate people walking in my house with shoes on so I leave a basket of slippers next to the door I've got a full basket with multiple brand new slippers that anyone can wear and no one does the only time people use the slippers that are supposed to be for indoors is to like get on out the car or the garage and like walk him. Like you stood on the rim again yesterday with that slipper full of mud, mm. didn't you? I did. Yeah, that was into, that was that was bad. I just think slippers. I didn't know it was, for indoors. I didn't know it was. Um, they were wet, especially UGG slippers because the suede, the sole. It's not like a rubber slipper sole. Mm. Oh, I'll bear that in mind in the future. But my other thing is, is like when you're going out, like you put shoes by the front door. And I know I'm going to wear them the next day. So what's no, the babe. point of putting them on? What's the point of actually putting them away and then getting them out and putting them on again? And I just know I'm going to go to bed and just come down and just like, I'm going to go out the door and just get, get in them on the way out. Well, I've got a shoe cupboard as well that, that that's closer to the door that you could put them in. I don't know. Do you want to read this one? I have a weekly whine about my husband. I recently, I recently went away for a week with my three-year-old. Due to the nature of my husband's job, he couldn't join us. I knew the week away for him would consist of daily trips to the pub, mates over, countless mess and takeaways. Let's not be naive. However, upon return, he told me he had done a full house clean to welcome us home. I thought, amazing, what a great husband. Yes, you would be led to think this too, right? It's almost impossible to believe. But as I walked in the front door, I was hit with it. Granted, I had hoovered. Granted, he had hoovered, but only downstairs. And he had done the washing as he put it in the washing machine and turned it on, but had not taken it out. And he had done the washing up, as in he put in a sink full of bubbles ready for me to do it. 
and he cleaned the bathrooms. Don't be daft. He had just put the cleaner in the toilet, not quite the spotless house I was promised. Okay, right. So he said he's cleaned the house, and in his mind he probably has, but he hasn't. Mm. Really. Good job, Bob. Okay. To be honest, I think women are to, to blame for this as well. Because, what? Oh, I, t- I don't know what you're about to say, but I totally agree. <laughs> because we just let them get away with it. Like, we let them get away with it. So they just keep acting stupid and keep doing it. Yeah, and also when you do something well, you invariably have to do it again. So if you do something badly, you'll never be asked to do it again. So if I, like, for instance, if, I, if you came home and I'd clean the house from That's top to bottom. That's why I have shit in bed, Pete. You do. <laughs> Boiled at my own game. <laughs> Darn you, woman. I know, but that is a thing. You know what I mean? Like, if I clean the house from top to bottom, right, you, you'd then expect me to do that, like, every time. So, I don't, and you don't. Yeah, but why do men, how come men don't mind filth? <laughs> we love uh, filth. Mess. <laughs> we don't mind it. We fucking love it. <laughs> I think you're on the wrong podcast today. You. <laughs> That's a joke. So I was with a girl the other day who'd manifested her dream man. Really? Mm. What does that mean? So she was, you know, have you heard of like the secret and stuff like that? Oh, if you believe it, then you'll achieve it. Yeah. I believe, I believe <laughs> in... I <don't> nailed it. <laughs> I, <laughs> it just happened that. I believe in believe to ach- and achieve. Because, do you know, before I won Strictly, mm. I was standing there waiting for it to be announced. And have you heard that that line out of Happy Feet? Where they go, if you will it, it will be yours. Yeah. I said that in my head. And then they announced me as owner. Really? I swear to God. But obviously, that goes with like hard work and stuff like that. But she'd ma- she'd manifested a dream man. To, so to, what's she to done? She's just gone like, what, what, this, I'm only settling for this? Like or? a list. A list. Yeah. But I bet you that list that sort of involved lots of things. Like, what, what's that involved? Like, what, chef, you know, clean, good Hung looking. like a donkey. You know, what's on the list? What's Hung on like a donkey. Hung like a donkey. <laughs> God. What is on the list? Well, all of the above. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What would your list be if you could manifest? Fit, not a nag, beautiful, funny, loyal, like a good work ethic, nice family <laughs> values, great with the kids, probably let me play golf, not give me a rake. Um, nice, all-round, good person. I was... Nine out of ten of them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of little digs in there, but yeah. most of them, <laughs> all the ones that... No, but really, that, is, is there like certain You're ones? all of them, babe. You tick all the boxes. No, but is, is, there, is there certain... Because... But I don't tick all your boxes, because no, you're you, saying... You've you already like... said to me before that you said, if I, have, <laughs> if, I, if I have my time again, if I have my time again, you would get like the chef, the... Um, the what was the other one? Like the clean freak... No, it's not that. No, that's what I was just about to say to you. But realistically, there must be like qualities in me missing that you would like. Because it would be handy if I could like, you know, speak five languages. Stuff like that. Yeah, but is that, 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 like, would you rather have, I'd rather have some, like, yeah, if you could speak five languages, it'd be handy. But it's not on like the to-do list, is it? You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, I'm only joking. You would like me to be like, would would you like me to be able to, um... Like build things or no. be a better cook. Mm. <laughs> it's not that not about being a better cook. It's about you know, like Liberty, trying. like my friend Liberty. Yeah, like it's like yeah, but she hasn't got gourmet. kids. Yeah, but it's not about having kids. There's loads of people with kids who have who are an amazing cook. Yeah, but you're busy working. You know, you got the kids. Like I, I, I wouldn't expect you to. Have Maybe you had a fucking roast dinner yesterday. No, you're a good chef, but you, you, you have given up a bit. What? No, because I can't think of anything to make. What about Abby being a sports fan? Would that be a big one for you? Nah, do you know what? Fun? I quite like. I quite like her not being 
a sports fan or a football fan. I don't like that's for me and my mates, you know what I mean? It's like I wouldn't want mm. you wouldn't want me, I don't think you would want me to be into what you're into. I as, would. No, really though. Like if I said, Oh my god, darling, what are you wearing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and you went <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear this suit tailored with this one and you know these shoes. Do you think well, these are to die for? These shoes are to die for. <laughs> you go, shut up. I'd quite like that. You wouldn't like that. Do you know what I'd quite like? You know, if like knowing like the hob breaks or something. Yeah. And you just go, excuse me, I've got babe, that. And just went, and just yeah. fixed it. I'd like to be more like that kind of DIY person. You know, my friend built their own baby, a cot from wood. Really? Yeah. I'd love to be able to, I'd love to be that person. But while they were carpenting, I was kicking a ball around. <laughs> Yeah, but baby, you can't dine out on keeping a ball around. Well, you I you have went, done for this far. And you, um, that was like five. But what years. I'm saying is, like, you know, if you're going to be kind of like good at something, then you have to put kind of all your dedication into that. Like, I reckon there's loads of whatever people that are doing really well at something aren't might not be good at DIY as well. You know what I mean? You might be the best pianist in the world. You haven't got time for carpentry. You might be the best carpenter in the world. You haven't got time saying, for being a pianist. Like, you're saying excelling at one thing. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't you... excel at anything. That is, a, that is not true at all. Get eight at moaning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't excel in one thing, like you're saying, like a pianist or... You do. <laughs> you do as a pianist. <laughs> it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Um... <laughs> Don't excel at penis. Because <laughs> Pete's just mentioned a penis. <laughs> I excel in penis. Um, no, I think you do excel. You do. Like, you've got the... the what What annoys me, and I'm going to get it out there on the podcast now, right, yeah. is that you have the most incredible voice, that singing voice. Oh, shut up. It's like when Ariel got her voice taken off her. It's like... It's a, it's, it's a, it's a nightmare that... People can't hear this it's thing. Tonight. You know what I mean? You are Ariel. I wish I was Ariel. I'm shit at swimming. <laughs> I haven't got her hair. <laughs> I haven't got her hair. Stink of fish, though. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, no, like, what I'm saying is you've got a gift there. Your gift is beauty. You have singing voice, you know, you're dancing. You've dancing. You've uh you've proven that. You've got an array of talents. Thanks, babe. We really have. I, I mean that. <clears throat> so have you. Thanks. <laughs> but like my talents, I think I think you know, I'm quite sporty, you know, like maybe sport. Um I'm quite sporty. <laughs> but other than you're that, an England football player, <laughs> you absolute Muppet. Uh, uh. Quite sporty. Yeah, but actually. like what I'm saying, I'm never going to excel in culinary or carpentry areas. But we could. This could be the next phase of our life. It's never too, never too late. No, it's not. So, what do you want to do? Right, let's say it right now. What? Where are you going to go in this next year or two? Languages, like to be a better wife. To me, it's just, it's really simple. It's just, it's just less kind of grief for, for me it's just a bit more less grief so that's all it a is. bit more less grief <laughs> <laughs> a bit more less grief it works somehow i think well that's just not manifest all you like because that's not gonna happen just behave then <laughs> As a hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Loads of people have said turning 30 for them, they're a bit worried about it. Like obviously, Turning 30? Fucking hell. I know, insane, but we you know lots of people have said that. Obviously, for me, turning 40 was quite scary. I'm 40 now, you know? You're 42. I know, but still, I turned 40. Mm. So turning 30, talk us through your experiences. How was it for you? Were you worried when you were 29 and you entered that 30s? God, I wish I was 29 now. My God. Great age. (laughs) (laughs) My mum said she was at the prime of her life when she was 40. Really? Yeah. Like, felt the best confidence-wise, looked her best. You know, mm. so I'm hoping that's going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I was like prime of my life. Like, because I always think of prime as being like where I was playing football the best. But I reckon I'm probably, I'd say, slightly more attractive now than I was then. That's that tan. That tan Do you, you agree with that or not? Do I agree? Yeah. You're the one. I probably you, think you were the best looking them. when you played for Portsmouth. <laughs> so that's a hard no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no. Okay. I'm joking. You're I'm not. Joking. I, am <laughs> I am joking. I think you're absolutely. I gorgeous. thought I'd improved a little bit. You I are... might be going downhill a little bit now, but I thought I'd got slightly better. Because oh, I'm thinking, like I was thinking when I was at Southampton, I saw a picture of a day at the worst barnet. I liked your hair then. No, I had a big skin thing. It wasn't good. Um, Portsmouth was was improving, but like second time round in Portsmouth, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That time, I've, like my favorite picture of you, and and when and that England picture, that was the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, you were in your prime then. I think. Okay, so <laughs> how old were you then? God, so that's ten years ago. So I'm, I'm basically I've gone now. <laughs> I was like that. It goes. To be fair, it was probably started like that. I went up a little Remember bit, that pigeon? Like, like a little hill, yeah. you know, like that. Just the a big little, dipper. Like a t- <laughs> Remember that pigeon that flew out of your car bonnet that was trapped there for a day? Yeah, and you yeah. went, "Oh, it's escaped. It's fine. It's fine." Then yeah, yeah. Okay. Where am I now? Five. No, absolutely no, babe. Must still a six or not? You're twenty. <laughs> You're twenty. No, I'm just saying. That's my favorite picture of you. Yeah, I know which one you mean. With the long hair. Yeah. I love. I loved, but that was just a picture anyway. I think. Mm. It's just a picture that I like of you. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I've got you know, I've got pictures of you. Like my favorite pictures of you are the ones like you like. Where Nineteen. You, I, until you, <laughs> I think you were young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that favorite picture of me no, that you love. I think I look horrific on it and I'm like 19. It's the only time. You know what girls are like in pictures, right? Where you take a picture of them and they, they do a different face. And mm. you go, why are you doing a different face to the one I love seeing? So she would do, she, in this picture, is before kind of Instagram, you know what I mean? Where you do have to do an Instagram face. So it's like a big beaming smile. That's the one I like, you know? But like, I don't know, it's like girls in general I don't now. like smiling. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, girls are so obsessed with, like, how Instagram, <laughs> they don't do a proper smile. I like smiling in life, but not on pictures. Yeah. Because I hate my teeth. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's worried about, like, the best days were the ones where you could take a picture and you didn't have a clue because you couldn't look at it. Mm. So you took a picture and that was it. And then you develop it later and go, oh, I look terrible in that one. And you deal with it later. Like, nowadays, it's like... Lie on the floor. Get low. The f- yeah, like, and let's not smile. I, I do find smile. it bizarre. I listen. I know when I smile and laugh, my my teeth protrude like a horse. No, right? you don't. But I don't stop it because of that. Yeah, but I always make you smile on pictures, 
I would say to you, smile, don't I? It's hard, but I know what you mean because it's hard to do a natural smile when someone takes a picture. Mm. So hard, isn't it? Like, yeah. If I do like a natural smile, so if you make me laugh now, I'm going to smile like that. For instance, is your lot is your smile. But if someone goes, I'm just going to take a picture. Uh, just smile. I go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your fake smile when I'm like, let me take a picture of you on Father's Day, and you're sitting there like that. <laughs> I don't know why my eyes close. And I go, Jack's our baby Jack's got the funniest smile, like his face. He's the most beautiful child, <laughs> and then he does this smile when and um, when he's just like playing around, smiling natural, natural, absolutely gorgeous. And then I'm <laughs> Jack do a smile, and he turns into Bette Midler from Witches. He, go, he does that little face and he's got like two teeth and he goes. <laughs> oh, Do you remember Johnny's smile? Oh my God, that was amazing. Paul Daniels. Just, Paul, Paul Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> he looked like a mixture between Paul Daniels and Boris Johnson. <laughs> what colour's your hair, Johnny? Gold. <laughs> Do you remember your 30th birthday? That was yeah. an epic one, wasn't it? When you turned 30, I did, did that big birthday. Yeah. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. But I think I honestly think a like it does wind me up a bit when like people are in the twenties like oh god I'm so old I'm getting so old you're like oh fuck off <laughs> ten years older than you I think it's I think it's a thing that people like to say yeah genuinely I think it's like oh I'm so like it's a as if I know it's a cliche but age age ain't nothing for a number is it <laughs> no no do you know what I mean. You're only as young as the girl you feel. <laughs> well, you're still in your prime, baby. <laughs> My prime, baby. <laughs> but you are. But I say to yeah. my dad, like, what, my dad's like 63, and he's like, I feel 20 still in my head. Yeah. How old do you feel? That was funny, you know, I remember your dad telling me I was in the pub with him, and he went, it's so weird. It's like, you're, you're stuck in a, in your, like you say, probably his 20s or 30s. And he said it's just amazing, like when like, girls would come in the pub, whatever. And he said, obviously, dad was good looking when he My was younger. My dad was unreal when he, and he was said, young. It's amazing. Dead, thick black hair, tan, yeah. six foot two, gorgeous. But now, he's not that now. Yeah, well, he's not now. But he, I remember he's him saying He's still gorgeous, to me, but he's bald. Yeah, he's an older fella, right? And he just said, it's amazing how it just, it, like, one minute you're that person, and the next minute it's like, and but you're the same person inside. You're like, <laughs> Girls are walking to the pub and he's like, right, like, you know, whatever. And then now it's just like, they he's don't invisible. even look at him. Like, it's like he's invisible. <laughs> and he said, it's just amazing. Now they just walk past you and you still have the same, like, whoa, he's all right. And he's like, they don't even look at you. They look straight through you. <laughs> like you're a wall. For women, like when they have kids and everything, they do feel a little bit more invisible in that, like, hot zone. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Because you feel tired. So you feel like you look tired and kind of focus isn't you. But I don't I don't think ten and thirty is the end of the world. Ten and like your I'm next big birthday's like, fifty. Yeah, but I'm not even bothered about that. It doesn't bother me either. It's like when you go when you when you, when things really like kick in. So I mean that's when that's when I'd consider like I'm look at like your dad, you know, my mum and dad, like they doesn't fifty, sixty like sixty year we know sixty year olds now are having a like the time of their lives. Some of our best friend Tommy's in his sixties. That's incredible. Like, he's having like what time he's having? Mm. And that's what like twenty years from now. Thirty years for me. <laughs> you know they're, they're having a good time. <clears throat> I see fellas down the golf club now. They're old, like you know, seventies, eighties. Still having a good time. It's a big lifestyle change, though, from your twenties to your thirties. Obviously, you got kids and like <clears throat> houses and things like that. But you do mature a bit, don't you? Like the thirties. Mm. What do you think? Like the 20s are a bit of a... Although you say that, I was looking at videos of us from 2017 when we were in the south of France, dancing on tables, <laughs> palatic. You know, how old, our 30s. how old were we then? Yeah, but let's be honest, Six years we're, ago. Doing, we're doing that in our 40s still, aren't we? Well, yeah, but when that... When that, it doesn't end. Well, I'm living my life back to front because, like, a lot of the time I was quite, I was probably well, I was more dedicated in my twenties than I am now. Obviously, yeah, we didn't do a lot of drinking in our twenties. We probably drank like once a week, like on a Saturday night. That's what I mean. I was so like I had to be on it for the football, didn't I? So like I'm living my life back to front, really. Like, and there's no set way of doing it. Say that again. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> <Bring> hell! <laughs> but there's no there's no set way of doing it, is there? You got to have a good time. 
for as long a time as you possibly can. I, I feel like everything now is getting later anyway. Like, you know, back in the day, like, say our mums and dads or their mums and dads would be like, you'd be married in your 20s, you know, you'd be getting your first house. And, like, everything's later now. It's like 30s, stroke 40s now. People are having kids, you know. I think and, and because people are, are more career driven now and also like the cost of living, like, you know, people are saving up to get a house and trying to get their jobs and that education before they even think about having kids and stuff like that, I think. Yeah, and it's and it's more acceptable. I mean, you were probably frowned upon, especially for a woman, maybe like you know, in the seventies, if you weren't married by the time you were like thirty, it well, was after, like, well, after there like, must be something wrong. So, from the age of thirty-five, you actually, if you get pregnant from the age of thirty-five, you actually class as a geriatric mother. Yeah, but you know that that like, like that seems outdated. No, has to be like no, it's a technical term. I know, but it seems a bit, it seems ridiculous. You know, but, you, you can have. I know there's probably a higher risk later on, but you know, it's like everyone's no, doing their own thing now. No, but it's it's for that reason. It's it's like a medical reason. It's not like God, aren't you? You know, the, in the old days, you're all having babies at nineteen. Look at you, thirty five, giving birth to your first child. If it's not, <laughs> it's like not that as in now, geriatric for that. It's a technical term. What my first baby at thirty, didn't I? You know, not physically, but I, um, you know, I was involved in one. <laughs> so, what was my last one? Yeah, but you're not called geriatric father. No. Wonder if there is thing as a geriatric. Does the sperm go any? No. We look at freaking what's his name? Al Pacino's just had one, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's like eighty odd. Coming out like that. <laughs> yeah. Does <laughs> like someone squeezing the bottle of talcum powder? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Christ Almighty. That's horrible, that isn't it? Oh. What about the physical changes when you turn thirty? Did you notice any changes from? Did you, like, hangovers, a lot of people say they got a lot worse with the old ego. I think one thing that, yeah, thing that is... Not for me, it wasn't for me. I, I was still playing till I was 38. Still playing football till I was 38. 40s when I retired from football, wasn't training every day. That was when I started feeling it. But when I was playing football, I just didn't even feel hangovers at all. Yeah, but I think that's because you're training. That's what I mean. Like, you know yourself when you go to the gym every day you feel so much more energised and you recover mm. quicker. Like, you know, if when you don't go to the gym, you feel more lethargic. Mm. And so so I, I didn't think, I don't think that's an age thing. I think that's a health thing. So I think you can, you can change that mindset if you allow yourself to be consumed by age. And yeah, but if you, if you go and like exercise. You, that you ice can, bath is amazing for that yeah, though. you can. You know, Breast Monkey gave me that ice bath. Mm. It's just incredible for that. For it is good, yeah. It is good, yeah. <laughs> Submerge yourself and keep your beers cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beers cold. I tried yeah. to put them in on the weekend. So Pete thought he could use my ice bath as a beer cooler for the party, and I, I thought it was a great idea. I, I like, think it still is a great idea. No, it's not. It's I, not like some frat house. <laughs> you know, you're not doing we that to my brass monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Hogan, <laughs> party, break it on, y'all. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> Did you say break of dawn, y'all? break of dawn, y'all. No. Like, Happiness is the key to everything, I think. Yeah, but you do have to exercise, I think. Yeah, like, but you're the happy when you exercise? That's, that's the I mean. point. Yeah. Not even like, you can't, can't say that you're happy. You're actually physically happy. What it releases in your body, it makes you physically happy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's some people that are physically happy downing 38 whiskeys. That's not going to be, that's not going to be. That's not well, be. actually, whiskey is healthy because you know all those people who um who live to 100, mm. they all say, oh, I have a whiskey a day. Yeah, a whiskey a day. Thin your blood. I tried to do that, but I forgot. <laughs> got a, after about... a bottle a day into dead. No. No, <laughs> I was going to do that because I read so many articles about wh a whiskey a day, but I just didn't do it. I don't fancy drinking. Like, they was drinking like, mm. they drink it every day on suits, don't they? Yeah, like that. That's a TV show. Yeah, but it's literally know, only but... on films that they do that. They walk into walk someone. In they, a... they walk in and have a meeting. Go, yep. Everyone's got to get the whiskey out. Everyone, the decanter out. Like that. What? Peaky no one's ever done that. As well. Does everyone have a decanter in the house with like crystal glasses next to it lined up? No, it's only in films. You don't walk in. Say, so what? Do you want a cup of tea? Like, does, any, does anyone really do that whiskey thing? They just bang it down like it's nothing. I'd go, oh. <laughs> Can I have another one? <laughs> Do 
Depends what whiskey it is. Quite like whiskey now, to be honest. Mm. The, the, the last one thing is like your taste mature a little bit. Like things like red wine. Like you wouldn't drink red wine when you were 19. I didn't. Lambrini. You drink WK blue. WKD blue. Yeah. You know, Smirnoff Ice or like a Mets. Ooh, ice like a Caribbean twist. <laughs> but like red drinks wine, are nice as well. You would never red wine, would you? Like at home when you were 19. No, but I'd have like a books fizz. Would you? Mm. But also, you would, I wouldn't dream of having a drink. Baby jam. Like on my like at home. Mm. No. Like you would, you would dream of it. Only on the street, like nine. <laughs> or in the park. <laughs> <laughs> so to round up, how do you feel like they should be feeling in their thirties now? Great. Life begins at 40, so they've got loads of time for <laughs> that. <laughs> Who said life begins at 40? Is that what they say? Yeah. Everyone says it. Right. Uh, yeah, 30's, 30's the new 20. Let's be 30 honest. 30 schmerty. 30's, 30's <laughs> cool. You can enjoy your 30s. 40s so far have been great. I'm enjoying them. You'll, you'll be there soon. Mm. Am I going to have a party for my 40th? Yeah. Any um, excuse? You said simply read abroad. If you can remember. Do you remember that? Simply, Simply Rouge. Rouge. <laughs> With Dick Shucknell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the agony abs, because you know what? We're enjoying, but we're helping. That's what's so good about this All podcast. Right. Um, hey, both. Absolutely love the podcast. You two really brighten up my week, and I'm always getting caught having a giggle when I'm out on the dog walk. Anyway... I've got a pretty life-changing agony ab situation I need help with and uh, I think you two could really help me. A long story short, after many months of trying, me and my gorgeous hubby have finally managed to conceive our first child, yippee. Mm. And it's safe to say that initially we were absolutely ecstatic. However, there's something that is making me lie awake at night, tossing and turning in absolute dread. Now, although I think my husband is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, there is no other man on the planet for me. There is one thing about his appearance... Uh, <laughs> That I could change. I probably would. The colour of his hair. Oh, no. If I was talking nicely about him, I would probably describe him as auburn or strawberry blonde. If I was being not so nice, I would lean towards the carrot top, copper bollocks, <laughs> end of the scale. Now, this isn't obviously a massive deal for me. When we were married and waiting on our first baby, and now I find myself lying awake night gripped in fear that I'm going to give birth to a pasty, freckly-faced ginger baby. Oh. <laughs> My husband has spoke at length in the past of how hard his childhood was because of his relentless bullying um, he got for his hair and his appearance. I now feel, I now live in fear that I'm going to be uh, thrust upon my own unborn child. I find myself late at night running through scenarios about how to potentially spare them the cruelness of the schoolyard bullies. I could dye their hair, I could shave it off. <laughs> Maybe a bit of tinted moisturiser to mask the freckles. The possibilities are endless. Do you think I'm being overly paranoid that baby brain has got the better of me? Or did you have similar worries when you are pregnant and maybe your children would take up to Pete rather than you? <laughs> <laughs> Please help me calm down. I need sleep. Ginger spiced Warrington. Uh, do you know what? On my pregnancy video when the baby's coming out, I'm like, is it okay? Is it alive? Is it ginger? <laughs> you got that on video as well. Genuinely. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it seen as a negative though? Because like, Well, you've got ginger in your side of the family, so I was, I did worry about it a little bit. But, you know, my sister's boyfriend's ginger hmm. and he's fab. Like, it doesn't matter what colour... Yeah, but gin ginger's like the... It seems to be the last acceptable kind of, like, Flaw. prejudice. Like, why, like, you know, everyone... You know, we're not allowed to say anything, are we, about anyone, really? Yeah. Your appearance-wise. But ginger's somehow is acceptable. Fair ginger game. tall. Ginger, ginger's height. I get it loads being tall. Yeah, yeah but like, you're allowed to say that, but you couldn't say to someone you were short or you were fat or you were this, but ginger and... Well, body shaving like and all that, right? It's, 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 all, it's all become, you know, all the rage. We're all, you know, very conscious of it, rightly so. But for some reason, ginger's excluded. Mm. Do you know what? My dad's... All my dad's ever wanted is a ginger grandchild. <laughs> he, love, he loves them. Mm -hmm. He thinks they're great. He's just like, I'd love a little ginger grandson. I'd take him to the pub. Look at the head on him. You know, he just... Oh, look at the he head just, on him. He'd just absolutely love one. 
I think there's nothing cuter than a little ginger kid. And mm. it makes me want to, it makes me so angry that little kids with red hair would get bullied for that. It's well, absolutely you'd, you'd disgusting. Hope not, but you know what? It's like, you know, people do do say about, about them. And yeah, but kids are cruel. Kids are like, you know, even some of the stuff like Sophia's told me recently in air school, what they, mm. they all say to each other. It's absolutely disgusting. Mm. But it's it's a kid thing, isn't it? Like they're just horrible. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it can be. It can be harsh. It can be harsh out there. But, like, the world, but I think the I think better, the, the Disney films <clears throat> are amazing. Like, you know, Ariel. Um, who else has got Brave? The red mm. hair. Yeah, you know, Brave's good. Favorite. Yeah, our our friend's got a, a little girl with the most incredible red hair, wrinklets down to a bum. Oh, right. Well, in summary, I don't think you can. <clears throat> I think just enjoy. Your baby. A baby's a miracle. Like and also, cares. no matter what, what you know, you get, you're always gonna love it, aren't you? So and you're always gonna you're always gonna think it's the best looking thing in the world. Yeah. No matter what, even if you know, we did. I mean, listen, got, I think our kids have like when they, it was one couple when they were babies, I was like, Yeah, it's gorgeous. No, I I was talking I, I was talking to her mum about this yesterday because she had a little baby and she was one. And she was gorgeous, she was a little pudding gorgeous and I was saying about when Lib was a baby and you know mm. I used to try and put her in like really cute Remember she had that tutu on cute tutus and she'd look like literally a silverback gorilla <laughs> in a tutu and she had <laughs> you like a rhinoceros a rhino a rhino <laughs> and a hair she had two strands of hair in a straight line she was like Lloyd Christmas wasn't she it was hilarious and we used to I, I used to think she was the best looking thing I've ever seen look back mm -hmm. and pitch like, She's stunning Jesus now. Christ. So funny. Uh, so funny. Hey, Abby and Peter. I have an Agony Ab SOS that I need your guys' advice on ASAP. I'll cut straight to the chase. It is my boyfriend's dress sense. When we first met, it wasn't something I really took too much notice of. He certainly wasn't a style icon <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. A bit beige, if anything, but generally very inoffensive. Fast forward a couple of years and we are now living in the very edgy Hackneywick area of East London where my boyfriend has befriended some of the natives and have taken it upon himself to go through what he des describes as a glow up. At first, this is something I encouraged, even if I didn't totally understand it. When he told me he was going for this from his, from his smart shore back and sides to an 80s style mullet, I said, yes, go ahead. When he left the pawn tash on his face after Movember was over, I wasn't elated, but I accepted it. However, however, recently his choice of clothes are leaving a lot to be desired for. It's a constant mismatch of oversized, colour-clashing, mothball-ridden, questionable attire. He loves using the label Vintage as a badge of pride, whereas to me, he looks like a bag the other day he came home in yellow baggy trousers, a red crew neck jumper, and all I could see was him as a man who used to present art attack. <laughs> I think the final nail in the coffin for me was that when I saw him browsing online for a pair of secondhand dungarees, I mean, a grown man wearing dungarees, are you fucking kidding me? I don't know if I'll be able to sustain this relationship at the thought of him coming to meet me and my friends out rocking up on his Dutch bike with his mullet, his shit tash blown in the wind, clad in Birkenstocks, white stocks and an oversized pair of adult dungarees. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one, isn't it? I think he's moved to like Hackney. I think men who are like... And he's gone, he's tried to go trendy. Mm. And he's obviously not trendy. So I like a man who's like, has natural style and doesn't like think about what they wear and he just puts something on and it looks good. Someone who's like deliberately going for a look knocks me sick. Especially because if that looks not them as well, it's like all of a sudden like, like if I just ramped up my style, went right, I'm going like really long barnet, like skateboard dude. <laughs> I quite like the sound of that. <laughs> I know you do, but that's why I've been, well, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> but no, I you know what yours, I mean? Like vans, like, um, kind of like. I love vans. Load of tattoos and stuff like Don't that. Don't like tattoos. Um, no, I'm joking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I don't like tattoos. <laughs> I um, I like your style, which quite um. Yeah, but you're going to say that, aren't no, you? No, what's the? You're going to say I that. Keep, oh, I'm you're going to say, say the Vicar of Dibley. What's not the Vicar of Dibley? <laughs> Talent of Mr. Ripley. 
Yeah. Vibes. Very, very yacht club. Yeah. Pete looks super classic, classic chic. Below deck. <laughs> classic Al Nafi chic. <laughs> I'd like to think it's called. No, you suit like classic, you R- know. Riviera. Riviera vibes. <laughs> oh, I'm, listen, I'm quite, I'd like to think quite, don't know, I don't know what I'm going for, but just, oh, oh, it's not too inoffensive. I've it's got no similar idea. Similar to what he was probably beforehand. I've got no idea who I am. You're not. Clothes wise, I'll be glancing. <laughs> you can carry off anything, I think. I like you. S- you could go for any look. I feel like a bit of a fraud reading out this. He's been rooting for a vintage because this is like an original. <laughs> this is Paul McCartney's band. This is an original 70s jumper. Yeah, but you're cool as fuck. This, this is his second band after the Beatles. You look a bit art attack on that. I know, I do. <laughs> this is art attack. This you- is an art attack. This <laughs> is art attack. <laughs> I used to love Neil, that. Neil Buchanan? Yeah, very good. Oh, nailed it. Very he scouts him as well. Was he was he? like the only scouts person on the telly and I was like, oh, this is from Liverpool. Was he? I think so. Mm, he was. Maybe the willow, but yeah. Mm. Wool. <laughs> <laughs> Bit antwacky. He was a wool him. Like no, you're stylish though, aren't you? Like you no. could you could carry off there's a you know, you could probably carry off anything, I think. I think you could. No. You definitely could. hundred percent. No. You came in as Justin Bieber the other day. Remember? No. Get the Justin Bieber outfit when you come for the dog walk and I was like, oi, oi, here's Bieber. Yeah, but that's because I was cold and I had to wrap up and put a beanie on. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you, yeah. you but, have... Certain things. Imagine me putting on a pair of dungarees, right? How much would you laugh? <laughs> like, seriously. If I if I went, um, we're going out for like dinner in Hackney, right? I and I went, right, I'm going to put I on absolutely... a beanie hat and dungarees. What would you say? That. Well, you'd look ridiculous. So how much? How much laughter? Oh, I'd love the I'd length laugh of them. How funny! In a pair of dungarees. Could you, <laughs> you know, what I feel I don't understand why. You know, if you're looking for maternity clothes, there's always dungarees in in the in the collection. Like, yeah. no one wears fucking dungarees apart from a baby, maybe a child. But then when you're pregnant, mm. in everything, if you go to like H and M maternity or blah blah maternity. There's always fucking dungarees. There's two. There's two reasons to wear dungarees, and it's pregnant or painting. Painting. Why? Painting. Why? You know. Why? You know why they have them for why painting? Is that? Because they've got the pocket on the front. Put your paintbrush in if you don't have a, if you you can a ladder. Put your paintbrush in there and then climb up your ladder and then. So were they invented for painting? Well, I don't know that for a fact, but logically, yes. Farmers wear dungarees, do they? As well, some farmers, like American farmers, big straw hat and a pair of dungarees. That's a scarecrow. Okay. <laughs> and the reason why scarecrows wear dungarees is yeah, because no one else wears them. So they give them spare clothes to the fucking scarecrow that's going to leave out in the field all year. Dungarees are mad. Like, that's, that's a mad thing. I hate dungarees. They're just repulsive. There are, because there's a few people like over the years, like, I remember just kind of 90s kind of rappers used to, there's a few of them at it. Kid and Play, that kind of era. Who's the other one? Who's the other one who sang um, uh, wanna, Salt and Pepper? They were dungaree vibes, weren't they? I wanna sit. That was their Colour Me Bad. Co- Colour Me Bad, no, but they, they did uh, oh. Push It. Push It real good. <laughs> That's Salt and Pepper, but yeah. I'm sure she had, it was either Salt or Pepper, had the, um, had the dungaree. Lisa Left Eye Lopez used to it. So I'm saying it was that, there was a kind of 90s R&B vibe. To dungarees, but they come in and they go back out. I think you look like a complete drip in dungarees. I think dungarees should be banned. Not everyone, though. I think there's people that can carry them off. I think she should take a series of sneaky pictures of them, print them all out, and leave them on the bed so we can see for himself. Do you how think much this is acceptable? Yeah. Or just say, grow up. Grow up. <laughs> all right. Hey Pete, uh, I know this is the agony app section, but I feel like this could be uh, one I need a bit of brotherly advice on. He's leaving you out of this one, babe. Even though it's called the agony app. Apologies for that. Uh, I, like you, I'm very happily married and think I couldn't have locked out any more than I have when it comes to my wife and mother of my child. I'm more than aware that I'm punching in the looks department. Why She's... do all men say this? What? Well, like it's... that line? That's true. What, punching? Yeah, all men say it. Yeah, not all men. They There's do. plenty that aren't punching. Every man I know says that. 
to the face. Yeah, but yeah. also it's a nice it's a nice thing for the. He's basically complimenting. No, I know what he's that's doing, a, but it, it's yeah, just but that's, that's swearing obvious. a bit swearing a bit thin. That line. <laughs> Get a new line, guys. <laughs> No, but I, you know, you are gorgeous. So I, what do you want me to say? You're ugly or something. You're, you're, you've done well. Yeah. You are. Right. You've done well. I know. You have done well anyway. <laughs> anyway, she's the world's best mother as well uh, to our beautiful baby girl and making sure everything in our house is run smoothly as it can. When you take into account she married an absolute plant pot. There is one problem though, her feet. Okay, I get this. My wife does not take care of her feet. After years of squeezing them into heels, two sizes too small, uh, she's been left with what I can only describe as a pair of monstrous trotters. Her big toe sits basically at a 45 degree angle to the rest of her foot and all the rest of the big toes are bunched up like scared little piggies huddling in fear against the freak of nature big toe. <laughs> not only this... But her poor foot health has evolved into a basically all-year-round fungal infection, the smell of which is enough to strip paint. I love my wife, and I've told her on multiple occasions this is treatable, and she should get them looked at, but she flatly refuses. As it's, it's like Jason's foot. And it's become a bit of a sticky, smelly issue for us in the marriage. Ooh. Sometimes when the mood is right and the bonk beats be, be a-playing, he's like, be a-playing, <laughs> I find myself recoiling in horror if I am ever lucky enough to get a whiff of these nuclear grade bio biological weapons of warfare which is a real mood killer uh, I've thought about maybe getting her a pedicure treatment for her birthday but I Pedic. fear but I fear this is like putting a plaster on a war wound and it also raises some ethical questions about having to put some other poor person through the experience of being up close and personal with them any tip top toe tips would be greatly appreciated. Anonymous. <sighs> <laughs> That's awful. That's absolutely awful. Horrific. Uh, so he loves her in every way. He thinks she's gorgeous, amazing mother, horrendous feet. Any smell is an issue. Breasts, BO, feet. I remember my feet when I was playing football, like the bottom of the was so hard. It still is. Yeah, but not if you feel it. It's not. I know you, you might not want to. I don't but, mind your. I like your feet. Yeah, they are. I like your feet. I'm not. They're not nice. I haven't got a phobia of feet. I haven't either. People are obsessed with feet. Either like good, like really into it, or like <laughs> think they're repulsive. They just. I'm feet, definitely not into it, but I'm not repulsed by it. Like I'm not repulsed by your feet. They're not terrible, considering I played football for for so long. Mine are terrible. My I've got one foot over. that's nice and my, my other foot, my... Show me the nice one. I haven't seen that. <laughs> that's my nice one. I like it. I like my feet. Yeah. No? Where's the Where's the bad one? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I know. I've got a big I bunny. Know. I know. Because it's half a size no, bigger than the other foot. Is it really? Well, yeah. I think so. No, they're nice your feet, man. Because on. one... One um, foot, the shoes, if I get a pair of shoes, it's always tight on that foot. So I'd rather get a smaller shoe because I don't want it too big on the other one and fit that one. So I'd rather have it fit the small one a bit tight on the... I feel like being too tight is better than too big. Mm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, total sense. Does it? <laughs> yeah. I could, you don't want to put better than myself. What? What? No. I don't oh, get it. Too many, too many men in the room. So, uh, so that's got a bit of a bunion because I'm always like squeezing it in. Oh, right. But I try, I try and have a pedicure. Oh, you're feeling lovely. Often. But yeah, you haven't got poor, poor hygiene. No, you've even like, I'm not even going to say it on the podcast. You've like put your, if I was watching telly, you've put your, my toe in your mouth, which is <laughs> disgusted. Why not? I love you in every in every way, so I'm, I'm happy putting your toe in my mouth. Even you know, it was a bit cheesy. I'll be honest, <laughs> didn't bother me though. It wasn't, and you, you can't smell tiny anyway. Bit of fromage, <laughs> fromage. If there's one thing I haven't got, that's smelly feet, and I I know that for a fact. It wasn't Orbea. the smell; it was the taste. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't really, babe. I love you. Um, I think. How can we help this man? I think he's just got to, again, he's got to tell her it's not good enough. 
you know, that that kind of smell like that. I mean, the way he's described it, it's... Uh, See, even like having like a bit of hard, hard skin or dry skin is not the end of the world, but the smell, there's no need. It's the whiff of these is nuclear grade. Biological weapons of warfare is how he described them. No. Not, not great. She and and it can be it can be addressed. Mm. You know, let's let's try and get that sorted. Because he loves you in every other way. Yeah, so I enjoyed this podcast. Great, I did too. Um don't worry about turning thirty, that's all I can say, because you've got, you know, I've got thirteen years on you. Nearly spring chickens. I've I've had the best thirteen years. They've been brilliant. So hopefully they're the same for you. Um, yeah, the best times of my life have been in my thirties. Oh, awesome! You know, you don't really know who you are in the twenties. You're just finding your feet. In thirties, you're a bit more sure about yourself. You've got more, a bit more. You can still have the same kind of fun. You don't feel any different. Mm. If, if, if anything, you feel better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go and enjoy those thirties. Um, stay in touch. Contact us on all your socials, uh, on all our socials, and uh, we'll see you next week. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.